and good day to you. I'm glad you've joined us for Cross Time with Pastor Curtis. Here on Friday morning, we join together every Friday morning at 9 a.m. Central Time. And uh, presently, we are discussing the disciples of Christ, not the 12, but just the, just that topic of being a disciple of Christ according to the Word of God. And, of course, here at Crossway Church, always in light of the cross because we have to look through the blood of Jesus to find the life of Christ in everything he has for us and the power of Christ uh, that it may rest upon us in all of our journey through this life and uh, all of our giftings, all of the blessings the Lord has bestowed upon us to be able to uh, function in. Uh, we need the power of Christ, the life of Christ, and uh, the fruits of him being in our lives. And I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful to be here to you with you today. On, uh, we're live on my Spreaker account. I'm not sure. Uh, we might start doing this more often. Uh, so really, uh, you don't need to look at me. You just need to listen to the Word of God. Uh, that's the most important thing. Nothing wrong with video, and I'm sure we'll more than likely continue to do it. Uh, but this morning, we're only on the Spreaker app. My channel is for those who have ears to hear, or you can type my name in, Curtis Hutchinson. This will be uploaded to the website, thecrosswaychurch.com, and you'll find it there, even on the, my Pastor Curtis Facebook page. Uh, and as well, if you have any questions ever concerning Scripture, uh, or, you know, uh, you, we, you, you have things that kind of stump you and you need some help, you can email me at curtishutchinson at att.net or you can email me at curtishutchinson316 at gmail.com or, of course, you can messenger me on the Facebook Messenger and uh, we'd be good, glad to uh, try to help you along the way. Uh, in our learning and continuing in the word of the Lord uh, so we can continue in the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free. And uh, this morning is part four of Disciples of Christ on our Cross Time with Pastor Curtis broadcast here on the 17th day of December 2021. And now we're going to look initially today at John 8, John chapter 8, verses 30 through 32, and this is our, what you, what you might call our springboard scripture, where we, we take off every time from, we get our feet planted here, because this is where Jesus really taught uh, the experience of those that would be his disciples, along with uh, Hebrews chapter 8, uh, that we are teaching presently as well on Monday and Thursday mornings at 8.30 a.m. Central Time. Uh, the New Covenant experience as taught in Hebrews chapter 8 is where the Lord literally puts his words now under the New Covenant, puts his words in our hearts and writes them on our minds. And, and, and Jesus is teaching along those same lines here in John chapter 8, verse 30 through 32. Let's read this today together. And he, Jesus, spoke these words. As he spoke these words, many believed on him. Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him, If you continue in my word, then are you my disciples truly? Indeed, that's what the word indeed means. Truly, then, are you my disciples, those who are following me, those who are learning of me? And you shall know the truth. Here's the result. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. First of all, only the truth of who Christ is and learning of him who he is and what he's provided in and of himself as the Lamb of God, are we going to experience freedom? Freedom's not by going here, going there, doing this, not eating that, not wearing that. There is no freedom in our doing. All freedom is only found and experienced in the truth, which is Jesus Christ, think about it, and what he did at Calvary. 
Jesus said, when you know the truth, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. The truth, he says, is himself. He said in John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except by me. And you need you and I both. We need to understand this. I think more uh, intently, more uh, with with a greater urgency that Jesus is the truth. Without Him, there is no truth. Without Jesus and what He did at Calvary, there is nothing written in the Bible that can be truth applied to your heart and your mind, which, by the way, again, Hebrews chapter 8, is the new covenant experience. That That's powerful. Just, just to know that, just to be able to go to the Bible and see these things and rightly divide these things is very powerful. So, first of all, Jesus is the truth. And he said, when you know the truth, the truth will make you free. But... What about Jesus is it that makes us free? Well, let's look real quick in Romans, and I believe it's uh, chapter 6, verses 6 and 7. Watch this, Romans chapter 6, verse 6 and 7. Knowing this, and this is only, this is only, Romans 6 is only that which disciples will ever understand. Those who continue in God's Word and continue in His Word in the light through which it came into their hearts, which was the light of righteousness. Do not forget that. The Bible says in Psalms 37, 6, that our righteousness is as the light. And it's God's words, all of God's words that are in righteousness, Proverbs 8 and 8. And His words are the lamp to our feet and the light to our path, Psalms 119, 105. And, and, but only if they're in their righteous context, which is as they are dipped in the blood, so to speak, as we look at every jot and tittle in the Bible through the blood of Jesus. Because all of God's words are in righteousness, and His righteousness is only revealed in the gospel, Romans 1, 16 and 17. So disciples are those who, they don't just believe upon Jesus in some some excitement or some joy because it's something they've never heard. Disciples, Jesus said, truly, his disciples are those that continue in his word and then the they will know the truth, and the truth will make them free. It is a following of Christ. doesn't mean we got everything right, but it means we're following the one who does, the one who's actually doing the teaching. Ephesians 4 and 21 says the truth is in Jesus. Truth is not found anywhere else. Truth is not found anywhere else. So let's get back to this Romans 6, uh, verses 6 and 7, because Jesus said when you know the truth, it's the truth that will make you free. And he said that he is the truth. And Ephesians 4 and 21 says the truth is in Jesus. So it can't be found anywhere else. So watch this. Romans 6 and 6. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that's Jesus, on the cross, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that from now on we should not serve Sin And both times the word sin is used in the sixth verse of Romans chapter 6. It's the sin nature. It's the noun. It's not the verb, not an act of sin. It's the person, that old man, that sin nature. Verse 7, for he that is dead is free from the sin nature. He that is dead is free from the sin nature. Get that now. So Jesus taught. When you know the truth, the truth will make you free. And he taught that he is the truth. And here he, he, he teaches the Apostle Paul by his spirit that he that is dead is free. And of course, it's always free from the sin nature. It's always fr free from the flesh's rule, but that freedom 
is only experienced through faith in who Jesus is and what Jesus did. That's the only place that truth can be learned and experienced and applied to the heart in experience and the fruit be freedom, liberty. The truth brings about liberty and freedom and light in life and nothing else does. Nothing else. We can go to church and feel good about what we're doing. We can take notes while the preacher's preaching and, and write down things on paper and feel good about what we're doing. But the, one of the main questions that's come up recently in my life is, are you really, are we really learning from Jesus or are we just hearing about him through others? Now, hold it a second. There's nothing wrong with hearing about Jesus through others. But is that all we have going on? And we cannot just call that hearing from Him. We know when we're hearing from Him, we're learning of Him because we're following Him and continuing our own selves in His Word and we're learning the truth and the truth is making us free. It's the process of discipleship. The process of discipleship. And and let's just, if we can for a moment, go to what we're teaching on our Monday and Thursday classes in Hebrews 8 and, and look at this uh, taught in the book of Hebrews, the same thing, the same exact thing, but just said in a different way. Watch this, Hebrews chapter 8, verse 10. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, saith the Lord. I will put my laws into their mind and write them in their hearts. And I will be to them. That means he will be being to them a God and they shall be being to me a people. This is not just some event that happened in my past where I said a prayer and I believed on Jesus and, and now it just don't matter if I follow him or not. No, no, no. We need to be very careful with that. The new covenant experience is discipleship. Let me say that again. The new covenant experience is discipleship. It's where man, woman, boy, girl believe upon Christ and continue to follow him by continuing in his word. That, listen, there's no following Christ without doing the two things that he said are prerequisites to be able, requirements to be able to follow him. And that is continuing in his word. Here we're reading that. In, in, in John chapter 8 and in, cha in Luke chapter 9 and chapter 14, we see that Jesus said, You cannot be my disciple unless you bear your cross. Luke 14 and 27, Luke 9 and 23, Jesus proclaims that if any man come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross daily and follow me. There is no, there is no following the Jesus of the Bible outside continuing in his word through faith in the cross. And all those things put together means that we're learning the truth of Christ and him crucified through faith in the cross, allowing the Holy Spirit to guide us into all truth as he writes it in our minds and puts it in our hearts. Hallelujah. My goodness, this is good stuff. And I know most that's called Christianity today. It's not Christianity. And and, and most that's called uh, uh, discipleship is not really true discipleship. And I don't say this by no means to make us think that we're the only ones that know what we're talking about. Uh, let me tell you something. There are many people on the earth today that, that are learning the way of righteousness, which is the way of the cross of Christ. It does not exist anywhere else. We were created in Christ Jesus in righteousness, Ephesians 4.24. We were set on the path of righteousness. It's the only place he can restore our soul, Psalms 23 and 3. He has clothed us. 
us, robed us in his righteous garments. Hallelujah. He has, he has called us to love his righteousness so that he can fill our hearts with joy, to seek his righteousness first so that he can add everything to our lives. This is continuing learning the truth and walking in more and more liberty and freedom is true discipleship. That's what Jesus taught. But let's say something about this because of all the things that are coming on the scene now. They have been, the spirit of Antichrist has been here since Jesus showed up on the scene 2,000 years ago, but that spirit of Antichrist is growing and becoming more and more and causing wherever it has more access to become darker and darker. And we need to understand that not every Jesus said not everybody that calls him Lord is going to enter the kingdom of heaven. Uh, uh, think about that. Even uh, We need to think about these things. There are many Jesuses being taught today. Uh, Paul said uh, by the Spirit of the Lord that uh, uh, men of other spirits would come. Uh, they, they are of another spirit. They would come and preach Another gospel, they would present another Jesus. Uh, the Jesuses that are presented today are a Jesus that, that doesn't mind homosexuals and lesbians being pastors of churches and, and proclaiming God made them that way, and he's okay with it. That's not the Jesus of the Bible. That's the Jesus Satan has given them, offered them. Uh, that's, who they're, that's, who they're, that's the Savior they have their faith in, some Jesus that follows who they are and how they are are. That's not the Jesus of the Bible. They are not disciples of Christ. And let me uh, say something today, that what you see in the nation, even in America, uh, it's happening right before our eyes. Everything is heading more narrower and more narrower to, to, to a pinpoint head that's going to come to uh, a great and great trial, a great, uh, uh, oh my goodness, what am I trying to say? Let's make it simple this morning. Everything is coming down to whether you believe in Christ or you don't. Everything's coming down to that. You know, in the great tribulation, when the Antichrist is ruling uh, the world, he, 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 man, if, you, if you're still believing in the Jesus of the Bible, you're going to lose your head. Or you're going you're to allow uh, uh, Satan to cause you to follow uh, the Savior that he offers you. The one that follows your flesh and, and makes you who you want to be in the flesh. And, and you know, let, let's just get back to the point here. There are many Jesuses being taught. There are many Jesuses being followed that are not the Jesus of the Bible. And everything is coming down to a head. And that is the head of Jesus. The head of Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Times are going to get very dark. Suffering and tribulation is going to become very intense in the body of Christ. The Bible says in the book of Acts that we must, with much tribulation, enter the kingdom. Uh, it's going to get very, very dark, and suffering is going to become intensely great in the days ahead. And that doesn't eliminate us. That does not eliminate Christians from walking in the place of discipleship. Disciples are called Christians. Disciples of Christ are those two things. They continue in the word, the teaching of Christ, and it results in the the, the, the fruit of freedom and liberty in Christ according to what he did at the cross and faith in that alone. And they take up their cross. That's what faith in the cross means. They deny self take up their cross daily to be Christ's disciple, the, the disciple of the only begotten Son of God that came from heaven, hallelujah, the one who became a gentle and meek lamb to, to, so that he could shed his blood and give us the fruits of his gentleness and meekness, hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. It's the gentleness and the meekness of the lamb, hallelujah, that allowed his blood to be poured out for us 
to be able to have the fruit of who he is in our lives by his spirit, gentleness and meekness. We talk a lot about the blood of the lamb and we better be because the blood of the lamb is where the power of God is found and the liberty and the freedom and the life of Christ is found. But it's also where the gentleness and the meekness of that lamb is offered to those that will follow Christ. Disciples of Christ sometimes will opt out of being a disciple of Christ, a follower of Christ, because they didn't really count the cost. And what that means is not how much you're going to have to suffer, but but measuring how much you might have to suffer based on the wonderful, great gifts and treasure that you have in Christ. Hallelujah. That eternal treasure, those eternal rewards that we look at daily, that that these present sufferings cannot hold a candle to who we are in Christ and what we have that's abundant and eternal. Hallelujah to the Lamb. So let's be very careful as we as we continue on in our ministries each and every day as we follow the Jesus of the Bible. All Christians think they're following the Jesus of the Bible, but most today are only selective hearers. They 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 pick this and believe that, and we'll do good. <coughs> we'll find someone poor and and take care of them for a little bit because we're not planted in a local church. We'll 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 do we'll we'll give a little bit to the poor over here instead of bringing all the tithes and the offerings into the storehouse that God has designated so there can be need in His house, which means the priest of the cross, the flesh and the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. We'll do this, but we won't do that. And we'll do this, but we won't do that. Those are not those are not disciples of Christ. A selective hearing removes us from the liberty and the freedom of continuing in the word of the Lord. If, if you continue in my word, then are you my disciples truly. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. This is free from sin, my friend. Just because we've been born again at the initial believing upon Christ, and we've been we've been delivered from a path that had us headed to hell, and we've been delivered from the wrath and the condemnation that was upon us from God, and, and the guilt that was upon us, and the shame that was upon us, we've been delivered from all that through the forgiveness of sin, but we are now called on by God to show the fruit of this salvation, which is the liberty and the freedom from the sin nature in our flesh daily. Come on now, help me up in here this morning. We're caught, God is looking right at this moment for the fruit of his spirit, the fruit of his son, the fruit of what we say is our faith in his son and what his son did at Calvary. And, and he's looking for that fruit. We need to know that. He's looking for that fruit. That's why he says to those who believed upon him, <coughs> if you continue in my word, then you'll be my my disciples indeed truly will be you be not just because you believe on me with some initial excitement remember the parable of the seed and the sower and you better not be listening to all these people who teach that the wrong way you can hear the gospel and receive it some way and believe upon Jesus but then something come and steal the devil can steal that right out of your heart the pleasure the uh, pleasures of this world can, can can cause you to walk away from that don't don't all these people talking about you can't ever lose what you what you uh, once held dear. Peter said it, it'd be better that you never knew the way of righteousness than having known it turned away from the holy commandment. Think about that. Why why, why would it be better if you never knew it like lost people than having known it like a someone who's believed upon Christ and then turn away from it? Because there's greater consequences for those who have believed and then just threw it away for the cares of this life, the pleasures of this world. You understand? And let's, let's make sure we bring this out today. And we've already said some things about it, but 
just because we believe in some historical Jesus doesn't mean we've believed in a born-again way of believing. Jesus said, and let's make sure we stick with the words of Christ. In John chapter 3, verses 3 through 5, Jesus told Nicodemus, and what he told Nicodemus is his words to all the world. You must be born again. That means you must have faith in Christ and his death for you for the forgiveness of your sins. That means you realize he died for you. You were put away, the old man with him. You were forgiven and not rehabilitated, but gotten rid of, dead, gone, done, buried. And now you've been made a new creation, God not using anything of the old, of who you were, uh, completely. Behold, all things are new, the Bible says. And you're a new creation in Christ. And you have to believe that way, my friend. You have to believe upon Christ to the point of being born again, or you do not have the life of Christ. That's what Jesus taught. You must be born again. Many believe upon Christ, but they don't believe him in a way that's the born again experience. And, and just because some do doesn't mean they don't turn away from it later. The Bible plainly teaches that in Hebrews 6 and, 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 and Hebrews 2 and, and, and many other places. Romans chapter 11, uh, Peter wrote about it. And again, Second Peter chapter two verse twenty one. Don't listen to these folks that that, that tell you that you, that your name can't ever be blotted out of the Lamb's book of life. Churches in uh, a couple of the churches in the book of Re churches in the book of Revelation were warned of that if they didn't repent. Why do you think the devil raises up ministers like Joseph Prince and entire ministries that say you don't need to repent anymore? That, 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 that's the devil because there are certain places that you're told if you don't repent and return to where you were at first that you're going to be blotted out and so the devil has to has to come along with something contrary to that the devil has to come along with something that will cause you to be distracted and look away and think more highly of ourselves than we do the Word of God. Come on now, somebody. We continue in His Word, not some opinion. We continue in His words, not some words that are twisted. And again, there are many Jesuses being preached in pulpits. It's not the Jesus of the Bible. There are many people that believe upon Jesus, even call him Lord, that are not going to heaven. Jesus taught that. Not everybody that calls me Lord is going to enter the kingdom, but those who do the will of the Father. There it is again. Those who believe upon him and continue in his word, and that word they're continuing in is the truth they're learning, and it's making them free. They're experiencing the freedom and the liberty that the words of life, light, and liberty, the Holy Spirit is writing them on their minds and putting it in their hearts. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We're walking in that light. That's doing the will of the Father. We don't work our way into Christ. He did the work and opened the door, became the door that we might enter into Christ. But there are works that we are ordained to walk in Christ, Ephesians 2 and 10. And if we refuse to walk in them, to continue in the word, to be about the works then there will be big trouble for us, some even devastating eternally. Now, I want to show you in James chapter 1, if I can go find it, because I did not intend on saying this, but the Lord is quickening it in my heart right now. And let's look in the book of James this morning, because we're talking about true discipleship, true Disciples of Christ continue in his word. <clears throat> and let me, let me add this right now, and you can write it down in your notes and look at it uh, if you want to. And maybe next week we will go to this and, 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 and look at this a little more intently, or we might not be next week, but it may be the week after, about how Jesus told the story of a man having two sons. 
And the, 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 both of those sons he told to go work in his field. The one son said, I'll go, but he never went. The second son said, I'm not going, but then eventually he went. And then Jesus asked, which one of these fellows, which one of these sons did the right thing? And of course they said the one that ended up going, even though he said he wouldn't. And, and, and that's very important for us to hear Jesus teaching that, and we need to be hearing it ourselves. And I wanted to uh, get you to make a note of that to look at it later because discipleship, sometimes we're hard-headed and we're carried off with wrong desires that override the desire, the Lord's, the desires the Lord is trying to put in our hearts. And sometimes that may be periods of time of Days, weeks, hold on now, months, come on now, a whole decade. Now that's dangerous. That's very, very dangerous. And it's not an excuse because, listen, it's, it's, a, it's a terrible thing not to be continuing in the word of the Lord, finding ourselves walking with the right Jesus, taking up the right cross. Not the cross that lets me do what I want to do. The cross that makes me in Christ who God intends on me being and experiencing that by continuing in his word. Hallelujah. So look at that story Jesus told because, and let me say it again, there are periods in our lives, it may be a few minutes, it may be a few hours, it may be a few days, weeks, months, God forbid it be years, but it can be. That we, we've chosen through these worldly, fleshly desires not to serve Him, not to go work in the field, so to speak, to carry out the works that are in Christ that we're ordained to walk in as those who have believed upon Him. But then we realize, as the prodigal son did in the pig pen, we, listen, we've got to get back, we've got to get back to the Father and His business. So thank God he's patient, he's merciful, he's long-suffering. Hallelujah to the Lamb. Glory to our Heavenly Father. Oh, hallelujah. But we better make sure that we get back to the place of true biblical discipleship, which is continuing in his word. And his words are words of liberty. James called the, the Bible the law of, the perfect law of liberty. That means every word God has ever spoken is law. It's his judgments, his statutes, his precepts, his, his, his words, his perfect law of liberty. It means if we're going to continue in the word as disciples of Christ, we have to, dis we have to continue in the word in its liberating method, in its liberating context, which is the cross of Christ. Not how long my sleeves are. I get no liberty in that. What I eat or don't eat. Gee, the, 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 the Holy Spirit taught the Apostle Paul, and I believe it's Romans 14, 17, that the kingdom of heaven is not what you eat and drink. It's righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah to the Lamb. Did you get that? Entering the kingdom of heaven, uh, entering on into the kingdom of heaven might be with much tribulation, but Peter wrote that, that if we make our calling and election sure, that the Lord would minister to us an abundant entrance. Even though it be with much tribulation, he is ministering an abundant entrance of the benefits of Calvary as we enter on in. And let me say it again. Even though there will be much tribulation, the book of Acts says, there much, there, there will be much tribulation. And there must be because it's the, 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 the following Christ in a world that's not. And following Christ in, in, in among a church world that, that, that doesn't really know what it means to follow Christ by way of the cross. There's going to be 
much tribulation. But with that tribulation, the Lord says he will minister to us an abundant entrance. Peter wrote about that, Second Peter chapter 1. Read it. You'll find it written there for you. Hallelujah. God's got these wonderful treasures hidden, not from us, but for us to search out and to find and to continue. Here it is, discipleship, to continue in his path of liberty, that path of righteousness. It's the only path of light. Remember Psalms 37, 6. Your righteousness shall be as your light. And as we continue in his word, in its liberating way, hallelujah, then we are going to experience the liberty and the freedom and the Holy Spirit ministering daily to us an abundant entrance in spite of the tribulation. My goodness, I'm, I, 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 I'm shouting this morning. Hallelujah. Now let's look at James chapter 1, verse 22. And, and before we read through this, I want you to take your highlighter, your pencil and your paper, and I want you to write down doers of the word. Write that down. Doers of the word. And then I want you to look in verse 25. We're going to read it all at one time here in just a moment. But with your pencil and your paper or your highlighter in your Bible, highlight in verse 25, doer of the work. Doer of the work. And now let's read verse 22 through verse 25 in James chapter 1. But be ye doers of the word. Oh, here we are, disciples of Christ. Oh, here we are, true discipleship. Continuing in the word. The word liberating us to do the work of the Lord. Hallelujah. Now let's read this. Watch very... Listen, don't, don't take off without me now. Hang on, let's read this together. Because you're not, if you're reading on through it, you're not going to be listening to what the Lord's given me for you. So listen, listen, let's read this together. But be you doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. That's far more powerful than just the initial thought we have about that. If all we do is hear, but we don't become doers of the word. Bible doesn't say anything about the devil here. It says we deceiving ourselves. So let's read on now. For if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is likened to a man that's looking at himself, his natural face, in a mirror. For he looks at himself, and goes his way, and straightway, immediately, forgets what manner of man he was. He forgets what he even saw in the mirror. But whoso looks into the perfect law of liberty. You need to highlight that too. Whoever looks into the perfect law of liberty, this is the word of God in its liberating context, which is why every word in the Bible must be preached and taught in the context of the blood of Jesus. Do not listen to ministers who claim that we do not have to preach and teach everything in the light of the blood of the Lamb. They're wrong. They're flat out wrong. And even if they're ignorant, we're not condemning them. But as I, I said recently, if God delivers you from smoking, you're going to talk about how bad smoking is. If God delivers you from drugs, you're going to talk about how bad drugs are. If God delivers you, preacher, hallelujah, if God delivers you, preacher, from preaching messages that are not... In the context of the blood of Jesus, the cross of Christ, the redemptive plan of God, if he, listen, if he delivers you from that, then you're going to talk about that. Hallelujah. You need to understand that. 
The blood of Jesus is concerning every word in the Bible and without faith in the blood and looking at the scriptures through the blood, there will be no writing of the Holy Spirit of the word in our hearts. And without that, there can be no doing of the word with liberty as its fruit. Come on, somebody. Now, I say, you, you might be saying, that's a little bit too narrow. That's a little bit too far-fetched. And, and, and listen, it's, it's Bible. It's Bible. It's what we learn when we continue in the Word, when we're studying the Word of God in its liber- liberating and freedom context other than just studying church history. The knowledge of what day this happened and what day that happened and all that happened here. And all. We need to be learning the words of truth because that's what liberates us and that's what the Lord's looking for, the fruit of liberty and freedom that we claim to be standing in that made us free in Christ Jesus. Let's read this now in verse 25. But whoso looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues therein, come on, there it is, disciple. There it is, disciple. You don't look into it and then put it aside. You don't preach the cross and put that in the shelf over, put that in your file cabinet, my friend. Whoso looks into the perfect law of liberty, that's the word of God in its liberating context. That means the cross of Christ and continues in that word, he being not a forgetful hearer. Remember what Peter wrote in 2 Peter chapter 1. If you forget you were purged from your old sins, you go blind. If you forget, that don't mean it doesn't exist in your minds. It means it's been replaced. You, you know, you need to be very careful with what you're doing with the Word of God as you claim to be a disciple and a Christian of Jesus Christ. He being not a forgetful hearer, here it comes, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. Hallelujah. Blessed in his deed. Uh, we, we, all right, let's look at this again. Those that are doers of the word and not hearers only. They're the ones who are not deceiving themselves. Those who claim to be disciples and Christians but are not continuing in the word, the Bible says right here, they're deceiving their own selves. What are they deceiving themselves of? What is it actually that we're deceiving ourselves about? If the Bible here says... Be doers of the word and not hearers only. And deceiving your own self. What are we deceiving ourselves of? Anything we claim that we're receiving and walking in that's not of, that's of the Lord. Anything we claim we are receiving and walking in that's of the Lord. If it's not through the doing of the word. The doing of the word. Again, we can't do anything to save ourselves, but once we've believed upon Christ, we've been born again, we've now been made doers of the Word. We've we've come into the place where the works are found. They're not found outside of Christ. For all these people to say, you've got to do this and do that to be born again. You've got to do something to be in Christ. No, you can't because there are no works found outside of Christ to be found in Christ except the work he perfected and finished at Calvary. (laughs) See how simple this is? So let's read this again and let's read it through. Because this is the epitome. This is where the rubber meets the highway, if you will. These scriptures we're reading now in James, the ones we read in Hebrews chapter 8 and what Jesus taught in chapter 8 of John and other places where we can find, but these are the ones we're highlighting today, and I hope you've written them down or or, or somehow made a note to go back and look more intensely at these things we're reading this morning. It is a very fearful thing to think you're this and to think you're that and to think you're okay because of something you're doing. 
But let's read this again together this morning. Verse 22, James and one, James chapter 1, verse 22. But be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. Think you're getting somewhere. Think you have something. Think that you're okay. But you're not okay. I'm not okay if I'm not hearing and doing. First of all, I've got to be hearing. Think about the countless millions of Christians that are no longer hearing the Word of God. If we're not hearing, there's no way of doing. So every once in a while, we because we're not hearing nor doing, and we have believed upon Christ every once in a while, we think, oh my, I, I feel bad about all these posts I'm seeing and all these people who are sharing Christ and all these churches and all this, and I'm not involved. Let me go find somebody hungry or poor and give them some money, and now I feel good again about myself. That's not liberty and freedom, my friend. You're not covering, you're trying to, but you're not covering your sin of disobedience by going and doing something. Our doing does never, can never cover our sin. Proverbs 28 and 13 tells us that he that covers his sin shall not prosper, but he that confesses and forsakes his sin shall have the mercy of God. Now in that one verse of Proverbs 28 and 13, we see that the mercy of God is the prosperity of God and allows us not only to confess our sin, but to forsake our sin. Anybody can confess their sin. But only those who come to the place God offers the prosperity of his mercy, which is faith in the cross of Christ, can they find the power of Christ to forsake they're seeing. My goodness, this is good this morning. I'm glad I'm in this Bible study, and I'm glad you're getting to be a part of it. And I'm thankful for those in these last few moments of this vapor of time we're living in. Here at the closing few moments of this time, Jesus called the fullness of the times of the Gentiles. It's coming to a head, my friend. It's coming down to the end. It won't be very long till the Lord comes for his church. And he's coming for disciples. He's coming for those who've denied themselves, taken up their cross, followed him, continuing in his word, learning the truth, the truth making them free. The only experience of having oil in their lamp and being wise virgins so that we won't have deceived ourselves and thought we were following Christ, thought we were okay, thought we had oil in our lamps because of a, a good deed we did here and there. Watch now. Let's read this again. But be ye doers of the word, not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. For if any man be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is likened to a man beholding his natural face in a glass. For he looks at himself and then he goes his way he goes, notice that, he goes his way. Now let's talk about that. When we look into the perfect law of liberty and continue in that way, we won't be a forgetful hearer, but a doer of what we've seen in the perfect law of liberty. Let's read this again, verse 24. For he looks at himself as in a mirror, and he goes his way and very quickly, it's what straightway means, he forgets what manner of man he was. But whoso looks into the perfect law of liberty, that's continuing in the word of liberty, the perfect law of liberty, God's perfect law of liberty, God's words that bring liberty, the liberty that Christ afforded us only through the cross and continues therein, that we're talking about here, we see it. Very big picture, discipleship. Discipleship. Let me say, make a bold statement. We are not Christians unless we are disciples of Christ. 
We are not Christians unless we are disciples of Christ. He told us nowhere to go and make Christians, but rather go and make disciples. He didn't say, if you have love one to another, they'll know that you're my Christians. He said, they'll know you're my disciples. They'll know that you're the ones that are following me, continuing in my word, knowing the truth and the truth liberating you. Come on now, this is all Bible scripture. Verse 25 back in James 1 again. We see discipleship here given by Christ to John. I'm I'm sorry, James, to write this by his spirit. Watch this. But whoso looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, He being not someone who just sits and hears the word, but goes and does his own own thing, but becomes a doer of the work. Remember, in God's eyes, the only doers of the work are those who are experiencing the perfect law of liberty. Doers of the word become doers of the work, but it's doers... Of the word of liberty. That their works are done not to find liberty, but because they are liberated by the blood of Jesus. Let me say that again. There is a huge difference between doing the word for liberty than doing the word because you are liberated to bear forth the fruits of God's perfect Words of liberty, life, freedom, and light. This man shall be blessed in his deed. It means what he does. Hallelujah. There's a difference between hearing the word and going our own way and hearing the word and and, and becoming a doer of the word that becomes a doer of the work that allows the blessing of discipleship, the blessing of the liberty and freedom of the Lord to be upon our lives. I hope the Lord has been able to use the teaching today to engraft. And if we'll look back in verse 21 of James chapter 1, let's look at this. James 1 and 21, right here before we started reading about doers of the word and doers of the work, look at this verse 21. Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness and receive with meekness, my goodness, what a word, meekness, the engrafted word. That means the implanted word. Here it comes as the new covenant experience which is able to save our souls. This means the going on and continuation in the saving of our souls. Remember what's written in Hebrews. Uh, uh, Let me see if I can find it. Uh, Where would that be? Uh, Well, I'm going to have to paraphrase it for the moment, but you'll know what I'm talking about. Paul said that his soul takes no pleasure in those that turn back, but rather those who go on to the saving of the soul. Never forget, child of God, you were saved, you are being saved, and you will be completely saved if you finish your course by keeping the faith until the end. Hallelujah. Don't be deceived. Listen, don't be deceived. Why wouldn't the devil make up false, uh, uh, false doctrines that tell you it makes no difference? where you're found now. You once believed. Why wouldn't the devil make up doctrines and bring them into the church that that tell you it makes no difference what you're doing and what you're believing now? Or even if you're found faithful now, you once said a prayer. You once believed. Jesus said, you're my disciples. If you, He said to those who believed upon him, if you continue in my word. And so uh, remembering what we read that Paul wrote about, his soul takes no pleasure in those that turn back unto perdition. That means ultimate death and loss. 
but those that go on to the saving of the soul. Now, bringing that scripture into light, let's read verse 21 in James again. And yes, we are still talking about discipleship. Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness, which means wickedness. Yes, you and I still have to lay it apart, put it aside. And the only way we can put it aside is if we're receiving with meekness the implanted, engrafted word which is able to continue to save our souls, to, to, to find our souls being restored daily. Think about that. Continuing in the word of God is discipleship defined through faith in the cross. John 8, 30 through 32. Hebrews 8 in chapter 10. James chapter 1, verses 21 through 25. Think about it. Think about these things. Disciples are called Christians. Disciples of Christ are are called Christians. We've looked at scriptures this morning pertaining to the requirements of being a disciple of Christ, of being blessed in our deeds. We've looked at the biblical truths of being a disciple of Christ because we are not left just to our own thoughts and opinions. That's where most walk and then they go find some Bible verse and try to attach it to their thoughts and their opinions. And that is not following the Jesus of the Bible. If our following Christ, continuing in his word, and what we call denial of self and taking up our cross daily, does not result in the freedom and liberty from the sin nature and the experience of the fruit of the Spirit of God in our lives, according to the Scriptures... This is all through faith, daily faith in the cross of Christ. Then we might need to check and see which Jesus we're following. A Jesus I've made up that lets me do what I want to. That's okay with sin in my life. That, 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 that says I never need to confront sin at all. And, 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 and I'm not here to be a watchman on the wall. That I'm really not here to point out things that are sinful and wrong. I'm, I'm never here to, to confront sin. I, I might need to examine myself to make sure I'm walking in the faith. That I'm still holding dear and keeping the faith that God dealt me Upon my initial believing, Romans twelve three and Second Peter two, I'm sorry, Second Peter, yeah, uh, chapter one verse one, Second Peter one and one is where we're told how we obtained right, the, the faith we have obtained in Romans twelve and three and Second Peter one and one tells us the avenue through which we have received the faith we have received and the purpose that we received it. Hallelujah to the Lamb. Well, we're going to have to close out today. Please share these broadcasts. This has been one very special broadcast for me, uh, as it should be, because we're learning the truth of God's Word. We're continuing in the Word of Liberty, the words that bring liberty and freedom to our hearts as the Holy Spirit puts the words of God in our hearts and writes them on our minds only as he's able to guide us into all truth. That is why Jesus said he, he would be sent to us. And, 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 and it is so special and such a treasure that even as we enter into the kingdom further with much tribulation, we have the promise that our Lord by his Spirit will minister an abundant entrance as we continue to be doers of the word, doers of the work, 
blessed in the deeds he's called us to walk in. God bless you. I love you. Thanks for uh, joining us and following us. And you can you can like and somehow follow the, the our channel for those who have ears to hear on the Spreaker app. And it's audio form only. And, and share that. Be a blessing. Help us publish the truth that the church and the world needs to hear. For it's the only, the truth of Christ Jesus which is who he is and what he did at the cross, is the only offered avenue of freedom and liberty from sins. And that, my friend, is the only avenue to find ourselves actually doing the word and the work of God by the Spirit of God in our hearts and lives. You can donate to the ministry at thecrosswaychurch.com. You can also donate by texting the word GIVE to the number 903-231-5950. God bless you, soldiers of the cross. I will see you next time. Until then, stay determined to know absolutely nothing but Christ and Him crucified. God bless you.